not so kosher. It's me, Bexy. Yes, me, Bexy. We are hanging at the Backroom Studios in lovely Highland Park in the little Podular. I love it here. To check out anything you want to check out about me, check out notsokosher.net. Uh, make sure you hit any of the two black buttons, one for Spreaker, one for iTunes, and you can listen up to all my past shows and uh, this fabulous show. You can tweet me at Not So Kosher. You can follow, like, and share me at Not So Kosher on Facebook. Check me out on iTunes and Spreaker, and just search the web for Backroom Studios, S-T-E-W-D-I-O-S, and uh, you'll find Not So Kosher. And we got Jubilations podcast coming in the near future, so look out for that. Anyway, so Not So Kosher is a proud sponsor of Cecil's Deli and Restaurant, located in beautiful Highland Park, offering yummy treats to satisfy any tummy of any kind. Your dog will like it too. Loves scraps. Ask him for the scraps and the little corny scraps. You'll maybe be really good for your dog, or they'll, they'll or it won't be. Um, they have uh, wonderful treats from the Sasha sandwich to the Cecil salad to the fabulous Reuben sandwich. Get some of those chocolate bun cakes in the front. They're really yummy. Um, you can check them out uh, seven days a week at six fifty one South Cleveland. <laughs> Cecilsdeli dot com. I was very lucky to be a part of a situation at the Sane Foundation. Oh, that rhymed. That was cute. Um, they are located at Conway Rec Center in St. Paul. And uh, Grant and I were lucky to have an interview with Tony Sane and Jen Ridgway and Stephanie Dillon. And uh, they gave us a little lowdown on their upcoming annual fundraiser, Gala for Goals, which is happening this Saturday, February 20th at 5.30. And you can still register to get some tickets at gala4goals.com or sanefoundation.org, which is S-A-N-N-E-H. You can get VIP tickets for $250, which include complimentary valet parking, uh, express code check, invitation to exclusive pre-party, premier seating, access to VIP lounge, and VIP swag bag, and much more. Uh, the individual, individual tickets are $150 a piece. That includes the after party, and you can get the non-dinner tickets for $45, which is giving you access to the entire evening except for the plated dinner. This is the Sane Foundation's sixth successful year at Gala for Goals. It is their premium fundraising event. The gala regularly brings a vibrant list of over 1,200 racially and ethically diverse guests from athletes to business and political leaders to local and national media personality. Previous attendees include Bob Bradley, Kobe Jones, and the U.S. women's national team. This year, they are thrilled to welcome Angela Davis of WCCO as the host. Gala for Goals is an evening filled with entertainment and community. Guests are treated to a cocktail appetizer reception, plate of dinner, and energetic after party. So bring your dancing shoes because I hear it's going to get a little crazy with some crazy DJ. Auctioneer Karen Sorbo brings a lively twist to the unique items available in the live and super silent auctions. And as always, they incorporate the community within the evening. Come and celebrate the success of the Sane Foundation's initiative youth programming and its profound effect on the lives and futures of the children in the Twin Cities and around the world. For volunteer sponsorship and donation inquiries, please contact Melanie Cobb 
at the Sane Foundation. That's mcobb, C-O-B-B, at thesanefoundation.org. With amazing sponsors like MYSA, Twin City Orthopedic, U.S. Bank, Cozen O'Connor, Comcast, NBC Universal, 3M, and Stephanie Dillon, the Sande Foundation's home is located at Conway Rec Center, housing a baseball field, basketball court, community garden, gra- craft room, football field, gym, kitchen, meeting rooms, playground, soccer field, softball field, and tennis court. The Sande Foundation offers numerous programs, including open basketball, soccer, after school, computer time, study hall, academic support, and more. They also have something called a Dreamline Corps, and that combines education and soccer. And the program goal is to engage and energize underserved and under-engaged students so they take ownership on their own success in academics and life. The Dreamline program is grounded in the well-researched theory that students who develop powerful relationships with trusted adults begin to change attitude toward school themselves and their future. Students from low-income and under-resourced communities have a critical need for such relationships in order to navigate school settings. In partnership with the public schools in St. Paul, Dreamlight coaches offer in-school academic support and deliver after-school enrichment and program activities. Throughout the year, coaches serve in schools, helping students stay focused and engaged in class, drawing on their high-quality training and strengths and assets-based youth work. Coaches collaborate with students by tutoring, targeting small groups and individuals with academic and behavior interventions and practicing conflict resolutions. Dreamline youth workers target 20 students with specific interventions and as a team work with up to 300 students in the school. The coaches continue their work to increase students' self-efficiency and leadership after school. Based on the needs or interests of students in the school, coaches facilitate tailored programming that integrates homework, help, enrichment, athletic, and leadership activities. Dreamline is implemented by a highly qualified and well-trained youth development team. Coaches are based full-time in a school and serve as mentors, tutors, and role models. Some students struggle to sit in class for 45 minutes. Some may not sleep at night. Some might be living in their car with their family, may not have eaten for the past day. Teachers may be unaware of challenges students are dealing with outside the classroom, but mentors can help to identify the barriers to learning. Last year, the Dreamline program provided more than 7,700 hours of direct service to over 455 students in eight area public schools. In the first quarter of the students, they were failing at least one core class. Nearly 80% improved in and passed at least one class, while 70% earned passing grades in two or more core subjects. Another program that they are proud to be a part of is the Haitian Initiative, which each summer the Sunday Foundation brings a youth soccer team from its Site Soleil-based Haitian Initiative program to Minnesota to compete in the U.S. Cup in Blaine. This past year was the first time a team of girls made the trip in a country where one-third of the girls over the age of six never go to school. This was quite an accomplishment for the Sané Foundation. Tony Sané learned to play soccer in Africa and continued to play in Minnesota as a young boy. He competed in high school and college, leaving the University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee in his senior year for a professional career that spanned over 18 years. Sané, who has an African father and an American mother, says he was subjected to racial slurs in high school competitions. 
After his retirement from professional soccer in 2010, Sané devoted his energy to the nonprofit world that he founded in 2003, the Sané Foundation. The mission of the foundation is to offer kids the type of support that helped him to excel and to push back against the racism he experienced. He teaches kids of color how to react, respond, and reject racist incidences. The foundation sponsored 80 camps this past summer. It has evolved from focusing strictly on anti-racism to providing academic support and camps. It offers leadership seminars for public schools and workshops on violence against women. At St. Paul's Conway Recreation Center, it offers daycare and three daily meals to children and families of need. Sané says, we built an organization that has gone from three people and $30,000 to 50 people and $2 million in just five years. The foundation also works with the U.S. State Department to offer soccer as an alternative to youth who might be enticed to join terrorist organizations. Tony spends his day with nonstop thinking of how to help more, which must be exhausting, but he pushes on and with an incredible team of amazing people, he gets things done. The foundation has strong allies. One is Como Park High School. It has dedicated space to the foundation and its three mentors. The school has invested in school staff members to help support the program. Luckily, in St. Paul, we've had a number of students... Luckily, in St. Paul, we've had a number of principals who have been really patient and helped us to build it together and know that there are hiccups, but they see the long-term possibilities and the progress and look at the data so when something goes wrong, it's not the end of the world. Sane's problem-solving nature drives his success. When I see a problem, I'll mention it. If people aren't going to fix it, then I'm going to just go and fix it myself. It's hard for me to wait for the community to fix some of the problems to serve the kids. I hope what I'm doing is right. The data says it is. Until somebody gives me a better option, that's the best use of my resources and time to try to make some social changes. Tony established the Sane Foundation in 2003. Tony established the Sane Foundation in 2003 to support community-based organizations and to assemble a supportive network within the community that provides positive environments for urban youth to become positive and productive adults. The foundation currently focuses its efforts in the Minnesota area, but is looking to expand its outreach. As the foundation's president and executive director, Tony is active in all major decisions concerning its programs and initiatives and continuously seeks new opportunities and partnerships. Through his volunteerism while playing professional soccer domestically and internationally, Tony knew he could carry over his on-field success off the field and give back and become a vital part of the community, not only where he was playing, but where he grew up. Tony has a vision to attract, develop, and retain urban youth in the foundation's programs and provide positive environments, regardless of their ability to pay and use the sport of soccer to connect with the children and inspire them to make and achieve their goals. Tony believes in giving all children the opportunity to learn, grow, and succeed with the Sané Foundation. He seeks to accomplish that goal through its programs, partnerships, and events. Give a listen while Grant and I experience a wonderful interview with Tony, Jen Ridgeway, and Stephanie Dillon. Hey! This is not so kosher. And I'm Bexy, and I'm here at Conway Rec Center. I've got Tony Sané, I've got Stephanie Dillon, and I've got Jen Ridgeway. 
And they are um, part of the show today to tell us all about Gala for Goals. Uh, make sure you check out Not So Kosher at notsokosher.net. Hit any of the big black buttons like the iTunes and Speaker, and you'll get right to the shows. You can tweet us at Not So Kosher. Follow, like, and share me, please. Not So Kosher. Check it out at Facebook. Um, today we are remotely hanging out at Conway Rec Center in St. Paul. It is the home of the Sane Foundation. We have, oh, thanks. Sorry. <laughs> we have the, the, a small part of the Sane crew with us today, and they're here to tell us about the upcoming annual fundraiser, Gala for Goals. So if you want to check out this event, you just go to the event page at thesanefoundation.org. That's S-A-N-N-E-H foundation.org. And you need to register today because it's getting really full. Pretty soon you will not get a place and you will not be able to see anything and you will not be able to eat any of the really good food. And you will not be able to be part of the excellent auctions that they, pieces that they have. I'm sitting in the room where all the really awesome pieces are sitting. I want everything. That groovy girl thing's really cool. Look at the cute little suitcase. I Isn't know, it cute? It's so and cute. and this one, the Mall of America bag, I've had one of those before. Those are really amazing. They're so nice. Okay, so Tony, you are the CEO of Sane Foundation. Am I right? You are correct. Is that is do you want more of a, a do you want more of a title? Is that good enough for you? That's good enough. Okay. And Stephanie, you are board of directors, vice chair and chair of development committee. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Yes. And Jen, you're the executive vice president, chief advancement officer. That is accurate, Ms. Right. Becca. Fabulous titles, you guys. I love it. Um, so Tony is the founder and the CEO of this amazing charitable, charitable foundation, um, which is headquarters in St. Paul. Um, it is, among other initiatives, aims to help urban youth in the Twin Cities and in Haiti. Is that correct? That is I, correct. I have to make sure I have the correct information. Um, Tony says that he uses the appeal of soccer to bring children of all cultures together to help them find success on the field and in the game of life. He was born and raised in St. Paul. He Born and raised. Okay. He is an SPA graduate. Uh, Tony has played with numerous soccer teams throughout his career from Milwaukee Rampage to Minnesota Thunder. Thunder, I love Thunder. Chicago Fire and the fierce Los Angeles Galaxy, just to name a few. He, he is amazing because he's done amazing things in this world. Um, but one thing that I found very interesting, not that I knew every, I mean, I know you're really cool, but I didn't know everything about, well, I don't, I will never know everything about you. But um, you, 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 something about the 2002 World Cup in Portugal, like you, it was the game winning goal, winning goal or something, correct? You like did a cross for somebody, what was it, Brian or who was it? I had an Close. assist in a game. Assist, is that a better word for it? An assist. Assist. Okay, I'm not very well versed. Even though soccer is my number one favorite sport, I just was never good. I would go to every game of both my daughters, and I'd sit there and never understand a thing. It was kind of crazy. And I'd always look at John and go, oh, can you explain to me why they did that? I don't know. He'd never even know. But you did That's understand okay. that. I knew how to get a goal. I knew you, what went in there you know, meant a goal. The more goals won the game. Yeah, I got that okay. for sure. Totally got that. Yeah, well, I there's did. There's not much else to it, is it? Well, there's a lot. Like, I don't get why they stopped the game. Like, well, you know, I don't understand why it's being stopped all the time. When they, they follow people? 
yeah, I don't get it. And, yeah. and then my kid always was going in the box or whatever they do. What do they do in soccer? It's not the box. That's <laughs> hockey. That's hockey. But they went out. They would get in trouble, wouldn't they? Yeah, it's kind of like yeah. getting put, running through. A oh, stop the re- sign. the flag. They throw a flag in, right? A no, yellow or a red one, and then you were a lot of trouble. Look, I'm doing good. Those are warnings. I just, uh, yeah, I just have to revert back. It just takes me a little while. I'm so sorry. Okay, so um, Tony was also named the NCAA second team All-American in 93. He is beyond um, anybody I know in this area. So he's about the coolest um, soccer player I will ever know. And Unless only, Beckham the, got in front of me. I'd and the only him. one, right? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Probably other than my daughters, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't get any further than high school, but that's all right. So I want to know uh, how you where did this come from? How did you start doing this? How did you start getting into soccer? Uh, well, my dad's from the Gambia, West Africa, so I went to visit him when I was little, and that's what they played there. So that's what I played, and you know, when I came back, uh, I always played sports with people to to get involved in things, and um, it's kind of like organized daycare. Uh, and it taught me a lot, and a, a lot of guys kind of mentored me along the way. So it's just what, what me and my friends did to stay out of trouble and to be active, and, and sports were a great way to build discipline in our lives, but also uh, we felt like we belonged to something. How old were you when what? when you started? I was zero when I was born. No, how <laughs> okay. old were you when you started playing soccer? I, I was six. <laughs> I was six when I went to visit my father in Africa. Okay, yeah. and so right away you started doing that. Yeah, I mean, I. They, you, that they, was how you found friends. They kind of said to me, "Well, if you want to make friends here, you're gonna have to go out in the street, and if you go out in the street, that's, that's the only that's what people are doing." Is, do they call it football there? They call it football. Okay, that's what I thought. Um, did you have siblings? Uh, my I had a brother here, um, and then I had older half brothers and sisters there, but they didn't live with us. I mean, like a lot older. Okay, and I, did did you these people that you played with? Like on the streets, yeah. are they people you still get to see? Uh, I went back to the Gambia probably like ten years ago. Yeah. After eighteen years of of being gone, um, and I did see a couple of the kids that I grew up with, and um, th- there's not a, a super high mortality rate there either. So the, some of them had passed away. Oh. Um, but I did see some of the kids that lived on my block and went to school. Cool. Um, and everything looked so much smaller than I remember. Uh, of it. course, isn't yeah. it always like that? <laughs> It always feels that that like when you walk into a, you're, like your grade school or whatever, and how which is it's weird. We used right. to have races around weird. the block, and I, I, I used to think it was like around a city block, and it was like around the house. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, did you? How long did you stay? How long were you in Africa? For then? about two and a half years. Okay, and then you came back to the states. Yes. And you came back to Minnesota. Yes. Okay, we, and is that when you? Was that? Did you go to SPA right away, or no, lower I went, school? No, I went to, to, to uh, uh, what? I went to Parkway. Where's Parkway? Uh, elementary school. It's right down the street here, and actually, it's oh, kind of cool because here. now it's a middle school, and we work in that school. So, oh, that's really cool. Yeah, giving back to the community directly when you were where you were from. So how you? So then you did you move closer to SPA, or did you just? I went to a private school then called Sacred Heart. It was a Catholic school, oh, okay. not not far away. And then my brother actually was going to St. Paul Academy, so my mom thought it would be just easier if we went to the same school. Yeah. And I went to summer school there to brush up on my English because I was a little behind after yeah. being in Africa. And uh, I had wow. a, I had an extra period during the day, and so my mom signed me up for a soccer class, which nobody wants to go to class, period. So 
a soccer class, and I met a guy, and he was like, you want to play on a soccer team? And I said, let me ask my mom. And and that's you know, how that started. And that's how that started. And so. then you just always, did you do it every day? What did you do in the winter? Did you guys play in the winter? We did. Um, well, I played soccer, basketball, and tennis in high school. Oh, but, you played but, everything. But we played anywhere all the time, inside, yeah. outside. Even at SPA during the winter, I remember our coach was uh, kind of serious, so he would go and get a snowmobile and drive over the field to pack the snow so we could play on oh, it in the winter. I love that. Yeah, it wasn't that cool. That's, it wasn't that cool. Yeah. It just sounds really cool. Yeah. It was nice of him to do that. It was fun to play in the good gym. Thing. Yeah, yeah, I suppose, I suppose. So then you, you graduate high school, you go to college. Did you play in college? Yeah, I had actually a full is ride. Is that the ramp? That's, is that the rampage? No, I went no, to Wisconsin, was, Milwaukee. Oh, is that? Okay. Yeah, and that's that's how I got my nickname, the Big Cat, because we were the Panthers. The Big Cat. Yeah, and we oh, don't cute. We don't like to bring that up too often. But, well, how cute is um, that? Um, and then after, yeah, that's, <laughs> that was yeah. a joke. I feel like I'm back in college. That was the same joke then. Um, <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Wisconsin, Milwaukee, and then after college, I started uh, playing professional soccer for the Rampage. Did you leave college because of the fact that you were getting too, soccer was becoming too much a part of your life? I left because I had an opportunity to go play in Belgium. Wow. Um, and so after the season, my my senior senior year, I, I withdrew from school and went overseas. And, okay. And played in in Belgium for six months, and then I came back to the Rampage. Okay, and then. When did you come about that you wanted to do, where does it lie that the foundation situation started? Like, how did you decide that you wanted to do that? Did you have somebody that well, suggested or? Well, it, it partly was just kind of a lifestyle the way I grew up. Uh, you know, we always had older people take care of us and then we took care of the younger people. And, you know, after the World Cup, uh, Mayor Kelly had, you know, Tony Sané Day. And oh. we, there was a celebration wow. at O'Gara's, and uh, a young lady came up to me and said, hey, could you help me run soccer camps? And I was like, okay. And it was pretty simple. I mean, she wanted balls, shirts, and she wanted me to talk to the parks because if a World Cup guy did, maybe they'd give us a free yeah. field. Yeah. And it was pretty simple. And next thing you know, I, I had my own soccer program. But wow. I didn't do any. And I'm like, well, that was easy. So can I use my influence in a positive way? Yeah. So then I set up an organization, and I started to actually be active in doing stuff. And we started uh, doing this NYSP program at University of St. Thomas in the summer. So when I came home, I would I would work and do soccer camps. And What's then, that mean? What's NYS? Well, St. Paul, but... Right? I think it's National Youth Sports Program. Oh, okay. All right. it, it's a large summer okay. school where you do uh, soccer and academics together. Okay. And then uh, after that, you know, I we, we, we were successful in the stuff, so it, it kind of challenged me to say, you know, it's not just about having fun. Can I make more impact? Um, and and where is the need in, in being a, an international soccer player? How can I use my influence? So we started to build uh, and work with anti-racism programs so more kids could play, and that's really where the foundation kicked off, and it was built on uh, equity and cultural justice, and then um, it just kept growing. So then it was a matter of where can we find the most kids, and kids are at parks, schools, and on soccer teams. So yeah. we went and worked with people and stole, begged, or borrowed programming that, that fit those areas uh, that was successful. So then you, how did you end up that you, we have this, we have Conway. Did Conway, how many years later did Conway come about? Uh, well, it, f- probably four years after I retired, and it's a little bit of her f- her fault because... Stephanie? Yeah, it's her fault. Okay, that's bit. good, that's good. Yeah. I'm trying to get to Stephanie. Yeah. <laughs> so it was, it was towards the end of my career, and we had a board member introduce us, and 
you know, he was he liked some of the stuff I did, but I wasn't retired yet. So I was just had my pinky toe oh, in there. And it. and I went and I told her all my ideas and what we were doing and but I was doing it just on the side kinda. And she was kind of amazed by it, which I thought was interesting and I was like, Okay, it's not that cool and she's like, yeah. Well yeah it is Stephanie's like, Yes and, it is. And she's this is like, awesome. I love this. <laughs> exactly. And then she was just like, Why don't you do this like on a large scale? And I said you know, I, I didn't have an answer. I'm like, yeah. why not? And then I, I thought about it more. And, you know, I knew I enjoyed it and I knew it made a difference. And she was like, you know, you're really good at it. And if what you're saying is true, this could be something pretty impactful. Um, so I thought about it. And at the same time, I got a call to go to Haiti. And after being there, then you really know how impactful you can be. And yeah. so I came back and decided. Was that, that the first time you'd gone to Haiti yeah. since? Okay. Yeah. And it was, we went to Haiti because of the earthquake. So. That, oh, that kind of cool. was a trigger. So, you know, with this information and going to Haiti and then you coming back and, you know, I just knew that this is something that, that I could do and I could be good at it and it would make me happy. Stephanie, what was, what did you see there? What, how, I mean, what made you think that that was something that had to happen? Um, that the foundation had to happen? That's a really good question. But I think for me it was really easy to respond to because I, uh, I was stunned to be sitting across the table from a man who was talking about how to have an impact on oppression. Very and cool. being a female, it was one of the first times that I was engaged in a social justice way that made me feel like, oh my gosh, you know, I could align my politics with his because he wants to have an impact on how people treat each other in the world. Yeah. And as a woman, that was incredibly important to me. Cool. And I think using soccer as a way to bring communities together, but to also talk about how to be and live in harmony with ourselves and each other through play. Do you guys live in harmony? <laughs> you know? Does Stephanie and Tony do. do okay? Today Do you guys I, fight a lot? We, you know, hardly ever. <laughs> Okay, that's good. Uh, With regards to the entire friendship, no, not at all. I think we're in harmony about how to have an impact impact together on changing the way people are in the world. And I think, you know, people who engage in fun things together have a tendency to treat each other with, um, come from a place of more respect, more peace, and more happiness. And I think as a woman, you know, I think when you're talking about racial issues, you're talking about also issues that affect women and children. You know, you're talking about violence, you're talking about social injustice, inequality, and I think that touching kids' lives and teaching them that there's a different way to be together is a vantage point. Makes nice harmony in this world. Yep, it's a vantage point (laughs) that nobody else had ever come to me and said this is where we should start yeah you know and I think that it's true yeah so when did Jen come into the picture Jen's kids go to St. Paul Academy ah there's the connection (laughs) it's always St. Paul Academy (laughs) and Tony was actually featured in their annual report as a SPA alum oh and that's where and then and then you hunted him down well, or, I was actually uh, working as a consultant, and uh, I was departing from the for-profit world and entering the nonprofit world. 
And so I did reach out to Tony and said, tell me a little bit more about this foundation and the work that you're doing in the community. And um, I offered um, my services in terms of consulting and offering some business support for their infrastructure. Cool. And so actually they had just been awarded the Sane Foundation a grant through Minnesota Philanthropy Partners for nice, Management nice. Improvement Grant. So we used those monies for my consulting services for three months. And um, after that, they um, made me an offer for a full-time position. That I couldn't refuse. <laughs> <laughs> so the three of you work together on things. We and do. does it all seem to flow pretty good? Definitely inspires us. I think to, Jen, and I, Je, Jen and I took it offline more. Yeah. Stephanie inspires us. Jen does the work and I get the credit. Oh, that's nice. Nice little That's a dream team, guys. Becca. I love it. It's fabulous. That's what we call the crew, right? That's the crew. <laughs> All right. So now we have Gala for Goals coming up February 20th, 530. We have live auction. We have a plate of dinner. We have appetizers. We have entertainment at the after party. <coughs> we have Becca. Yeah. Oh, geez. We have, we have Becca oh, for entertainment. Yeah, we did that. And then we have God. entertainment after. But we had the after an party. After party. Right? Okay. And then Tony's going to be the entertainment during. Are you going to be yep. the main? And then we have man? Tony, which is all the entertainment we need. Tony's okay. the so, keynote for the evening. Um, I mean, you kind of made the the gala sound pretty boring, but did I? All right. It's actually Go for it, man. It's actually pretty spectacular because it's you'll see kids there, you'll see oh. older people there, you'll see people from all different demographics. And it's a fun fundraiser. And it's not you go there, you go to a silent auction, a live auction, a plate at dinner. It's really getting to know people, um, people that believe in the same values. Um, you know, there's celebrities, there's... Uh, Is this the sixth? Sixth, yeah. Sixth one? Okay. You know, uh, public figures, and you see the great staff that... You know, that's probably the... We have a pretty big staff now, almost 50 people. And cool. I think they kind of carry the weight and inspire the room and... Wherever they kind of go, you know, good things happen. So it's just a fun place to be. And a lot of times we, we tell somebody, you know, bring a friend and, you know, they'll invite somebody, you know, as a favor. And then by the end of the night, their friends, you know, thank them for doing them a favor for introducing them to us. Yeah. So is the is this your main fundraiser for the year? This is the big one. This is the big one. So you need people to come out. And we you do. need them to come and support Sané Foundation and you need them to give lots of money. And lots of time, even. We do. Becca, we'd also. If they want to do both or whatever they want to do. We also want to give a big shout out to our major sponsors for this year's event, which and is they are. Twin Cities Orthopedics, MYSA, Minnesota Youth Soccer Association, Cozen O'Connor, Stephanie Dillon, U.S. Bank, the Private Client Reserve, um, and 3M. Nice. And last but not least, Comcast. Ooh, nice, you guys. Yeah. And That's it, you pretty know, impressive, isn't it? And the great thing about the, the, those list of sponsors is, for the most part, they've been with us. They, they've never left us, and, and they support us throughout the year in different ways. So it's great to have a collaboration of, of people and Stephanie's company and, and some other great companies in the Twin Cities, but support us uh, not just through the event but through the years. And that is a testament to Jen and her team of doing such a great job that the sponsors keep coming back and increasing their level of sponsorship. What kind of people come to the event? Will David Beckham be there? Well, <laughs> <coughs> we could have a picture of him. I'm just going to say, you know what? I'll, you I'll should bring just a picture get one of those, ma- what are those, those 
those uh, pictures on the wall. Yeah, feed? no, no, those ones we can stand next to it. Cardboard cutout. Yeah, yeah, cardboard cutout. I think <laughs> we we have yeah. like how many people do we have so far? So we currently have 950 signed up for the event. Nice. Nice. Um, and we have over 100 volunteers, which we wouldn't be able wow. to do this important work without our volunteers and great partners like yourself, Becca. How so do you thank get your you. volunteers? Just from, you know, just the, one the youth soccer team. community. That's a lot. I and just, then also, you know, we work with a lot of private and public schools because yeah. now in the high schools, the students need community service hours. So what better way to give back and doing something that you love, especially with the sport of soccer. And do you see these kids coming back after like ones that you've trained or or I don't want to say trained the ones that have been part of the program um, have they come back to volunteer or to work here yeah work you see you? you see a lot of kids and even here at Conway it's it's a lot of the, the families here are transient and so you'll see a kid here and you know their parents will move to Fridley and they'll find a way to make it back here once or twice a day just because they're they're connected or wow. there's kids in our summer programs that are in college that'll come back and do summer interns or come to Haiti with us so Usually when people get involved, they stay involved. And how can they do this? Can they go to the to the website and just volunteers or volunteer yep. spot? Exactly. We have okay. a volunteer page on our website. And, um, you know, we have three major initiatives surrounding education, health, and wellness in the community here at Conway. So there's all kinds of different ways to get involved. Cool. Nice. We, we've touched tens of thousands of kids. Cool. And you don't you have some sort of a free food? I probably shouldn't publicize this, but like a free food program for kids that need that and yep. or is it for any is it it is for it's, come it's, in? Who it's, comes here it's, for it? it's focused on the children and families but we we do serve hot meals a day and we adjust to the number of meals by who comes here but we're on pace to serve over 30,000 meals here at Conway and in the summer we we serve three meals a day and um in the rest of the year uh when kids are in school we serve dinner uh year-round and do the kids just like show up here like it's the neighborhood kids that come and just play soccer together and hang out and basketball right i've seen them playing basketball because you have a gym and yeah there's right. a lot of stuff that goes on here you know there's uh there's work programs there's you know oh, young it? men's leadership group there's women's empowerment group um there's football teams basketball teams volleyball you know rentals birthday parties there's a dance team so there's just a lot of action here and, and people are connected to it because it's a safe place and they feel comfortable and they have a good time Good. Um, okay, so I have a few questions for you. What size foot do you have? Eleven. Eleven. I would have suspected it was going to be bigger than that. Eleven and a half. No, I would have probably guessed a fifteen. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> My brothers have like fifteen, and he's taller. I'm going by the height here. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, um, and if you could be a dog, what breed would you be? If I could be a dog, a uh, black lab. A black lab, and why would that be? Because you're just so nice, and wait, wouldn't you want? Actually, you might want to be a cat. No, <laughs> um, I think. I mean, they're just. I you know they're they're solid. Uh, they're strong. They're friendly, um, but they're they're not like tiny dogs either. No, that's true. That's true. Who's who was your favorite superhero as a kid? Superman. Superman. Did you think you were Superman? No, I just liked him. <laughs> and what's your favorite ice cream? Ooh, I, I kind of like ice cream a lot. So yeah, so I have, like I have up, favorites. I like mints. I like caramels. I like mints and I like caramels. Like, would you like it all mixed together? Do you like when it's all mixed together? Or do you need it separate? No, like I could have five different flavors and could you? You know, yeah. Really? Yeah, no problem. I kind of like that too. Stephanie, <laughs> what about you? Mm. I know you like chocolate, but do you like ice cream? 
Do I like ice cream? I do. I like Sebastian Joe's. Do you have a particular one that you I like there? I do. I like the raspberry chocolate, chocolate chip. chip. <laughs> it's my favorite. That's, that's Big Daddy's favorite, too. Is it? Loves it. Yes. I love favorite. that. Yeah, it's my favorite. Jen, what about you? I'm not a big ice cream girl. Yeah. Um, if I was at Dairy Queen, I would Dairy probably Queen. do. Because it's only 100 calories for the small cone. <laughs> I'd do a cone, but I'd only eat the red cherry dip on top. Oh, no. <laughs> Jen is a Skittles kind of girl. Yeah. Are you really? Uh-huh. Or sorbet. We have to stock wow. up the candy when Jen comes over. Yeah. I'm straight wow. sugar. Yeah. No chocolate. Bar? No chocolate. No sugar. Like Dilly bars? bars. Yeah, but I don't like their chocolate and their ice cream have weird flavors. I, if I'm going to do it, it's got to be at McDonald's. The baby cone is only mm-hmm. like 100 calories. What about ice cream cake? Yeah, those are amazing, but I, I stay away from them. Okay, so I have a little game I want to play with us before you guys take off on me. It's called Who Am I? Okay. <laughs> Uh-oh. Okay. I am a wrestler. <coughs> I'm giving you I'm gonna give Jesse you the body. Ooh, that's that was a good one. Hulk. I didn't pick that one. I I am French. <laughs> Chanel? I, am one, I am one of five children. Under the Giant. Ah, very good. That's impressive. Okay, I'm going to give you more just so you it know. Because you probably know. You, that was Whoa. it. I, I was tall and weighed I weighed almost 500 pounds. Did you know that? I didn't even know that. Of course. We watched That's The Princess Bride, haven't you? I know. Oh, my gosh. I love that pounds. movie. And sadly, he never got married. Like, all this sad <laughs> things. And he wiped you. could lo- save him all. <laughs> As you wish. I know something you don't As know. As you wish. <laughs> that was excellent. Um, okay, so I I want to give did a little bit more of a plug. Did you want to talk about more? No, did I win the game? Oh, you won the game. Okay, that's yeah. the most yeah, important right. thing to Tony yeah, always. I thought, you, knew, I thought mm. you heard me say you won. Okay, guys, thank no you so much. I want to make sure that you go to the website of thesanefoundation.org and you register for the event under events. Go to Gala for Goals. Or and, to make it simple, yeah, Gala, the number four. Goals.com. Oh, Gala for Goals. Oh, cool. com. Uh, excellent. And make sure that you get the VIP tickets. Can you still get VIP tickets? Some are still available. Okay, those are the best ones because you get complimentary valet, which I want that. I might just, I might just sneak in there. And then Express Co-Check. I like. <laughs> well, that's really Jewish, you know. To just, <laughs> I am a VIP. I swear to God, I just don't. I don't have my ticket right now. An invitation to exclusive pre-party. Premier seating, access to VIP lounge and VIP swag bag. That's pretty cool. I hope so. Is it cool? Yeah, we've uh, got some great is items. It cool. it? Like the red carpet? We've got some great items from some Ooh. of our corporate sponsors. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yes. And then you're going to have the grass carpet the grass instead carpet. of the red carpet because, of course, because it's soccer. And Angela Davis is going to be there from WCCO. And candy sh- and ca- lots of candy for Stephanie. <laughs> we made candy. sure there's lots of candy, <laughs> so you can get regular tickets for 150 dollars. For uh, that also includes the after party, and then you can get non-dinner tickets for 45 dollars that are access to the entire evening's events except for the dinner. Correct. That's a pretty good deal, and that but, includes appetizers and free beer and wine. That's pretty nice, but mm-hmm. then you have to make a hefty donation if you do that. That was great. Great interview that we piped in there. Um, Thank you all for being with us today. I appreciate everybody listening. And um, check us out at notsokosher.net. 
Uh, go to our Facebook pages of Not So Kosher and Backroom Studios, S-T-E-W-D-I-O-S. Check us out on Twitter, Not So Kosher, Instagram, Not, not So Kosher TC. So please make sure that you check them out at galaforgoals.com. And what else do we have to say? Do we have any other information we want to give anybody? Thanks, everybody. It's going to be an amazing night. It always is. Uh, if you want to meet like-minded, fun people or just have a good time, come out and you won't be disappointed. Cool. And gratitude for you, cool. beautiful lady. Thank you, Beth and Thanks, team. you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Be well, my universe. <laughs> <laughs>